episode 40 of the Eminem Podcast. We're back. Me and Michael Bellew. It's another episode. It's going to be a good one. What's up, dude? What's up, Mike Johnson? <laughs> I love the um, energy. Yeah. No, um, well, I'm back home um, in my basement uh, at, uh-huh. at, you know, Front Royal, Virginia again. Not in Front Harrisburg Royal. anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, I just got back this weekend and uh, I came back Saturday. He just got back Christmas lights up already in the room. <laughs> well, actually, I keep those there. Like those are, it's in the basement. I mean, it's unfinished. So it's just kind of like a party light kind of thing. It's been there since like <laughs> sophomore year of high school. <laughs> um, oh, all right. No, but like it's, um, I don't know. It's, I finally clear. It's been like 30 days since I first had symptoms of COVID. So that's definitely safe. I feel like. How's it, your, how's your, how was your weekend? Um, I've been like literally i've i have seen my parents for probably like a total of two hours since i've been home i've just been on my laptop like doing schoolwork the whole time since i've been here. like in my basement <laughs> work like, over the weekend yeah literally like I, I worked saturday sunday well not saturday i came home saturday but uh sunday and t- today it's like literally it's just been like since i've been home and i don't yeah. know i know you've been like crazy booked Dude, too my schedule has been nuts i can't stand it right now uh, it was drowning, but, uh, I don't know. It's been drowning. I've been, I've got football. I've got, I've got work. I've got all types of stuff going on right now. Meetings, you know, all of it. So just trying to handle it all, get through it. So yeah, yeah. Get right, the show. Current news. Uh, the first vaccines have been released today. The UK has started giving people vaccines today, November, I mean, December 8th. So, um, it's pretty crazy to, to think that like the, the vaccines out, you know, I mean, uh, there was like a lady that was interviewed about it, like an old lady. She was like 91 or something like that. And she was like, this is the best birthday present ever. And I'm just like, whoa, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think I saw that on the news. It was saying that, you know, that it showed like a historical thing. I think they're calling it like V day or like vaccine day. Or yeah. Something. It's crazy. Cause this, is, this will actually go down in history. Like, you know, yeah. Type, you know? yeah. Um, it's I, see, I actually added a, a little message, like a message back and forth with this girl that I know. Uh, the other day and she was saying like would you get it right now you know you personally and i said me personally no for a couple of reasons one i just had it two i mean there's another there's a lot of like questions up in the air they don't know how long it's going to be effective whether it be three months four months a year they're not entirely sure how long the immunity will last i think Mm -hmm. because i mean you know they've only been testing it so like for people like us if we're healthy and, you know, for example, like I had it, you know, what, whatever people our age have it. And like, very rarely is there ever any serious consequences to people our age. And we're not going to be the first ones to get it anyway. I mean, get the vaccine. I mean, so, I mean, to me, like, obviously, if you're at any, at, at any risk at all, like definitely get it. But for me personally, the way I feel about it is it's more risk for me to get the vaccine right now than to just go on the what, what I, I agree to. I agree to that. I, I don't, I'm, I wouldn't be getting it right now. Now down the road, you know, maybe next year or something. I, I'm not, I don't, I don't want to put a time limit on it, but once I know that people aren't like growing like a third arm or like, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, or, or that it's causing something worse than the virus, like, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, you know, for me, the only yeah, benefit no, for no. getting it for me is that way I could like be around my family. Yeah, and, and, you know, and be able to do other things. That's the only benefit it, for me. It would be very interesting to see, like, if from this vaccine, you're just able to like live life. You know, like not yeah. have to wear a mask, not wear gloves, and just like live life, talk to people normally. Like that, that would be insane. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. So remember we used to do that. <laughs> it'd be kind of cool. Yeah, but, but yeah, what's um, up? What's up next? 
Okay. Well, uh, just uh, yesterday, um, Chuck Yeager, the pilot who broke the sound barrier, died at 87 or 97 years old. Sheesh. Um, for those of you who don't know that much, at 18, he was in World War II and he was credited with shooting down at least a dozen enemy planes, and it, including um, he shot down four in one day, two times. So he was an ace in World War II, and he ended up, he, he earned the title of the fastest man alive after breaking the sound barrier when he was only 24 years old. Mm. But it's pretty cool. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. at least he lived quite a while. So, yeah, broke the sound. Imagine going that fast, breaking the sound barrier, sp- faster than the speed of sound. Like if you, if you did I don't something, even believe it. he's there before you hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even believe it, but that's crazy. That's pretty cool. <laughs> so Spotify jumps, their stock jumps 20%. Um, now this is a direct product of Spotify wrapped. For those that don't know, it's, it's a way that you can see all your past songs, listen to albums, artists, and rank order. Yeah, but Apple does it too. Everyone, everyone forgets Spotify Wrapped. The Apple does it too. But the only thing with Apple is that you have to go off their app and go to the website. It's a little bit of inconvenience, but you know, it's still something. Yeah, I want to get. We'll get into more of that in music. Yeah, for sure. I, for I sure. love anything that's like a list, statistics, stuff like that. I like Big stats guy. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to have to calculate it, but I like that somebody else does it for me, and then they keep track of that, and then I'm like, oh, that's cool. I like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. One quick thing I want to touch on here before you get into like the next thing you have. Um, it's just because we're recording this on December 8th, which is the day after the, the 79th anniversary of Pearl Harbor. Mm. So the attack on Pearl Harbor, that was uh, yesterday. So, I mean, I, I, it, it just kind of seems like that that was a little bit lost, you know, with like uh, all the COVID stuff and everything going on in the world these days. And it was actually, I, I believe that there was none of the survivors went to Pearl Harbor like they normally do just because I mean, they're all going to be in their high 90s, almost 100 years old. So they probably shouldn't be out in large crowds these days. But mm. I don't know. Yeah, um, well, um, Biden vows that his cabinet will be the most diverse ever. I promise you, it'll be the single most diverse cabinet based on race, color, based on uh, gender that's ever existed in the United States of America. Of course he does. Yeah. <laughs> Of course. What's he going to say? They're all going to be old white guys like me. <laughs> <laughs> California taking new measures for COVID. 33 million people are now under a strict stay at home order. Uh, back to square one, I guess. Second March. You hear about the 49ers. Um, it, like it has to do with it's, it's like directly related to this. I, I didn't really think about writing this down, but it's something along the lines of, so the San Francisco 49ers, the football team, they're not allowed to practice or do anything in their home facility in San Francisco because of the stupid, like strict orders that the California has yeah. done. So, so that the move they're, they're like out looking for some place to stay in Arizona. Wow. Like the players have to find some place to stay. They have to have a practice facility out there. It's well, totally... I'm pretty sure the team is going to handle it all and give them places to stay. Yeah. Um, I mean, but it was so sudden though. Like, yeah. I, like everybody on the team, like is all, they're all like scrambling right now. Just, I yeah. mean, like, come on. Especially when you got to worry like, about football practice. They banned like contact, anything contact sports related or whatever out there in California. I don't know. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, that's it for current news for me. What about you? That's about all I got. So, all right. Uh, fast facts. Fast facts. Zoom, 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 zoom. All right. I'll start us off today. Um, a tsunami moves at speeds over 500 miles per hour. Um, for one, I feel like the wind alone is going to kill you. I mean, 500 mile an hour wind right at you, like what? And secondly, 
you'd probably be flying. Like you'd actually probably be flying like a human plane. Cause no way 500 miles per hour is not going to carry you. But I don't know. A tsunami, a tsunami. That's how it's spelled. Crazy. So <laughs> a tsunami. And it also has a T at the front. Like what's up with that? Why do you have a T in the front of tsunami? It's not too tsunami. It's tsunami. But, um, well, I mean, it's not like the wind, I, it's the water would be moving at five. Yeah, I, 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 know, I know, I know. I was thinking about that, but like, there's still wind involved. Um, I mean, yeah, I, so it's weird how they call like, because you got like monsoons, tsunamis, yeah, uh-huh. like cyclones, like, and yeah. depends on like where you are in the hemisphere to like what you call it. But either way, I don't want to be anywhere near it. So that's yeah, all or, I know. Speaking, speaking of the like storms, they're like tornadoes, like those freak me out. When you think about like something like picking you up and throwing you, like a tornado freaks me out. Like yeah. when you're in elementary school, middle school, high school, they teach you like those tornado Get under the desk. Like, yeah, that's really gonna pop a tornado. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you're young and you're in those school drills you don't realize how stupid they are until like much later uh, it's very stupid but like it, they're not factoring into their budget to build like a bunker I in know, their school yeah. so they give you the best that they possibly that you could possibly do yeah <laughs> earthquake drills like they're like all right get on the desk i hated that junk because I've, I've always been like a little taller than you yeah. know my peers yeah. i couldn't fit under the damn desk i'd be like Crammed under here. I said, if, if something falls on me, it's going to kill me because like, I, I'm yeah. so crunched under this desk. It's going to like break my spine. <laughs> yeah. Facts. Um, all right. So I only have one fact here because it's kind of a bunch of facts combined. So, um, so a survey, a survey of people in the United States, and I don't know how many people were in the study, but people between the ages, um, the people, people between the ages of 11 and 24. So those are the people that were polled. Um, 54% of them have never seen a cow in real life. I mean, really? I mean, I guess if you live in cities and stuff. Yeah, but, yeah, I about to say, like, if, if, because we live in Virginia, you know, like, we see these every day, but like, if you live, like, if you're from New York city or like, you know, like up North, you're not, you're not seeing a cow. I guess. Yeah. There's more than a hundred million cows in the country, just in case you were wondering. Yeah, there's so much. Um, like they are, they actually cows are like, like I think I said this in like a past episode, but cows are like the number one pollutant in our world. Their their methane or whatever, and from their crap and all that, it pollutes our world more than cars, planes, and and buses. All that combined, all our automotives combined, cows are more big of a pollutant than anything else. Yeah, that stuff always is so it's crazy. Ridiculous. There's a there's a documentary called Cowspiracy that talks about it. I've heard of that. Um, okay, so the same study: forty three percent of these people have never gone camping or hiking. That's kind of crazy. I mean, I feel like there's a, there's got to be a trail no matter where you live. Camping, I mean, I've gone camping, but like hiking, I didn't go before this. Like last year is my first really? year going. Yeah. Huh. I've now for me, I I don't know if I, if I've really camped or not. Like I used to have some friends over and we would like set up a tent in my backyard, but that's not camping. No, I, I didn't really think that we got, I'm not a big camping guy. Like I'm, it, I'm not it, either, and, but I've gone cause I've done camps, you know, like Sebaway camps and stuff like that, or we've done things and yeah. But I mean, if I, there's I've a purpose, myself a couple times, but if there's like a purpose, like, you know, it's some sort of camp thing or like, uh, you know, a, you're doing is if there's a reason to camp, but if you're just like, mm-hmm. Hey, let's go camping. I'm like, nah, <laughs> pass. Uh, but hiking is, it can be fun. Get poison ivy. Let's get bit by bugs. <laughs> yeah. Let's take everything that we have that helps us and not use it. <laughs> um, 
27% of people have never seen a sunrise. Can you believe that? No, that's, that's crazy. Like you've never just woken up and seen sunrise. Like what? All right. I don't care where you live or what you're doing. You could see a sunrise. Yeah. That, you know that, I mean? that, that seems like a, like a stupid question to even ask. I don't know. People our age are pretty stupid because it's between 11 <laughs> and 24. So that's kind of in our age group. So, yeah. um, all right. 19% have never cooked a meal from scratch. I feel like that'd be more. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I mean, I've cooked stuff, you know what I mean? I mean, I don't know what you would define as a meal, I guess, like a, like a full on thing, but you know, cereal and toast doesn't count. <laughs> I mean, a couple of my roommates never cooked a meal from scratch until this year. So, oh. and then 15% have never left the state they were born in. So for us, that'd be Virginia. I feel like that would be more too. There's a lot of homebodies out there. I don't know. I mean, that's I don't know, like vacation. That's also our age, like you said, like eleven to twenty-four. Like we're going to college, we're doing things like that. So yeah. And then year. lastly, thirteen percent have never sent something in the mail, a card or a package or anything. Mm. I even feel like that would be even more. I really, feel like the, the people haven't done it. Reverse. Yeah. Really? Like this list should be in reverse. I don't know. I mean, the the cow one to me is just—it's so random. But like, exactly. how, have not, how have you not seen a cow? You know what I mean? Like it's. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, but I don't. I I found that I like, like I said, statistics stuff. I think it's kind of interesting, but I, I of course, cool. I'm not gonna calculate it. But <laughs> so, I think that'll do it for fast facts, though. Yeah. Um, getting to like the main thing, like finals, finals. finals. Yeah, we, we are in time. the thick of it. About like next week starts finals. I think right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is our last normal week of school. Like yeah, I had my not, last like normal class, and like not even normal, honestly. Like it's still like pressure pounding us with work right now. And it's like, mm-hmm. why wait till the end like this? Like spread it out a little bit more. Why are you giving me two papers and a test in the same week? Like what? Yeah. There's I've no never st- really understood the whole concept of finals. Like I get that they have to like test your knowledge of the thing, but like if you're taking a midterm and you're being tested throughout, like, doesn't that real, doesn't it kind of do the same thing? Like yeah, why it, do you have to like do some enormous cumulative thing at the end? And yeah. they're all doing it at the same time. That's, and then it has such a bearing on your grade. It's really, it's a game. It's all a game for students, at least. Like we have to study our butts off. And, mm-hmm. and if you don't think of it as a game, you're going to do worse. It's, it's, it's interesting. I don't know. I mean, it's just, I don't know. I've never been a fan of tests no, um, that, that, that have that much bearing on something. I, I don't feel that that really is a judge of your knowledge a lot of the times like it's yeah. just depending on the questions how they write them and and if you're a good test taker mm-hmm. or not mm-hmm. not a fan half it, of the test is is due to test taking like your your skills yeah, yeah like and, and, you know and, i mean that's it's not either you learned about. it when you were a kid or you didn't and it's and it's, it's either on your raw knowledge or not and that's the thing i'm not the best test taker i mean unless i really really know the knowledge if it's something yeah. that i'm not that skilled at then like I generally don't do that well. Like, like SAT type questions. Like I never really yeah, did that well on SAT. That's the thing. That's what I was just saying. If you weren't taught that type of like strategy as a kid, like filter out certain things, you know, and, and understand getting ahead of the test, uh, the person who made the test, then you're not going to do as well. And there's a strategy to those exams. And that's why they, they offer those classes and stuff that people pay top dollar for to get into mm-hmm. college because uh, you either, you know, you don't, and you know, if you don't, you're going to do bad. If you do, you have the upper advantage against people, yeah. you know? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, but like I said, that'll be next week. It'll, it's like a seven-day period, I believe. It starts mm-hmm. like on the Saturday, and then it goes to like a Thursday or I something. I think Friday is the first official day. Yeah, it's weird. It, it, you're right. I really it's, weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, but um, well, yeah, I don't know. But 
for me, I only have one actual final test because I have like a final paper and final projects because that's Mm -hmm. kind of the way my classes are. But um, I know a lot of people have a ton of tests out there. And for me, like, you know, being at, like I said, I've been home now. It's weird because, you know, when generally when you come home, it's like on break. You know what I'm saying? Like when you come home, you don't have to worry about it. But like, yeah. but like I want to do some Christmas stuff. I want to go get my tree. I'm getting my Christmas yeah. tree tomorrow and decorating it. But, um, you know, I've been here for a while and it's just, it's, you want to do stuff with your family. You want to do things holiday related and you yeah. know, you're like, Oh, I got to do this interview. Oh, I got to yeah. write this paper. I got to go study. Yeah. yeah and I, see, I can't go home on, unless, it, unless it's on a break because I if I go home on a, on a regular school day, like, or whatever. Yeah, I can't do it. I, I can't stay focused. I can't, I don't have the energy. Like the motivation is just not there when I'm at school. I don't have all the distractions. I don't have my dog and have video games, stuff like that. So I'm locked in a lot, a lot easier than, than I would be at home. Locked and loaded. Yeah. Locked. Um, yeah. So with finals, I'm sure that we'll probably have a few things to say the next time we're on here. Yeah. Because, for sure. Yeah. But I wanted to share this story just because it's kind of interesting. So this past week it would um it was last wednesday mm-hmm. um a okay so i like i said i in my apartment this is back when i was still in harrisonburg uh, my apartment that i live in there um i was there by myself because most people had gone home at this point it was only me and one other roommate there and he was at work so it was just me there and i i come downstairs and i hear a noise i'm like what is this noise like there's only one other person there at the time they're about to leave and it turns out there was a small bird a little finch, I believe, or a sparrow. It was a sparrow. Was stuck in our vent somehow in the place, like, and it, it like kind of scared me because all of a sudden I just saw like feathers poke through it as I walked by. I was like, "Oh my god, what was that?" <laughs> like a rat's trying to crawl up. I didn't know mouth. what it was. I was like, I just heard like some scratching. I, I had like music on my phone. I turned off. I'm like, "What was that?" And you could you could kind of see it if you really looked like up in there, uh-huh. and it was trapped in there. And it hadn't been there the night before, so it got there sometime overnight or early morning. So which fan was this? Was it like on the floor or was it like... Um, it was the, the grate in, on the divider of the living room in the kitchen. You know what I'm talking about? The air vent there? Uh, next okay, to the bathroom? Okay, 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 okay gotcha. Yeah. But, because me and Mike, we, we literally have mirror image yeah. departments next door. That's yeah. so weird though. I know. Oh my gosh. So I, you know, I technically could have unscrewed the air vent thing and mm-hmm. gotten it out well, myself. Yeah. but then i would have the bird loose yeah. in there so i said you know what i'm paying to live here i'm calling maintenance let them deal with it you know I, mean? <laughs> I got stuff to do like i had uh, i had classwork and stuff that day so i just had to go back upstairs hear this bird flapping around down there you know I'm like yeah. sorry buddy i don't know what to do for you right now <laughs> I'm like we'll get you out of there eventually so eventually i call maintenance and they tell us they tell me you know some girl answers at the front desk and she's like well Generally, you know, when tenants call with a pest issue, they have to kind of <laughs> handle it on their own. I'm hey, like, this ain't our fault. We had a and I'm like, oh, okay. crawling up our friggin' duct system. I'm like, um, okay. And they said, you know, if you have an ant or a bee problem, generally you have to take care of that yourself, which yeah, they're saying right. you're going to have to hire somebody. Like, are you kidding? Ants should be the apartment's problem. Yeah. And I was talking to my roommate, Justin. He's like, you know, I'd much rather deal with a bird than a bee or an ant problem. Yeah. Like I can handle that. I mean, I can get a bird out, like shoo it out, but like Mm -hmm. an infestation, like that's a, that's probably why they're like, yeah, you do it. But anyway, so they said, we'll send somebody over today because this is different. I'm like, gee, thanks. (laughs) Um, so they, they didn't tell me when they just said sometime today. So I'm like, all right. So like four hours go by, whatever. They finally knock on the door. I go down there and 
they they call, it was two guys they show up for the maintenance call i'm like all right and these are younger guys nice whatever they're there doing the job here's the thing they said so what's uh what's the problem and i said at this point i knew it was a bird because i'd seen it i said there's a bird stuck in this vent here and they said they kind of i could tell they didn't believe me <laughs> and i was like that awkward yeah. moment yeah because they both kind of looked at each other they looked at me and they're like a bird huh and i was like <laughs> and i said yeah i saw it they're like you saw it and i'm like but get out of here like I'm not, right you think now. i'm lying to you like what are you talking about i got other stuff i gotta do you think i'm gonna come up i'm gonna make up that there's a bird in my thing or like or that i'm that stupid think you crazy Oh, they think that I'm that stupid that the thing's just clinking around, turning on and off. And I think there's a damn bird there. So, and plus, you know, the Steelers are coming on in like 45 minutes. I'm like, all right, guys, you know, let's get this going. Trying to watch this game. It's only been postponed 80,000 times. It was against the Ravens uh, last week. Anyway, so they're like, all right. And so then they heard it flap around in there and they looked at it. They're like, well, damn, there is a bird in there. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. yeah. I said, what'd they tell you before they sent you over here? And they said, well, they told us that there was a bird trapped in here, but we didn't believe it. We laughed. <laughs> and I'm like, I said, you, you believe me now? And they were like, yeah, we believe you now. We can't believe it. Now, the reason why they couldn't believe it is because it's not like that big of a deal that a bird gets in someone's house. Like it can easily fly in. But the reason why this was such a big deal for them is because they knew how like all the system worked in there. I assumed, I don't know how the place is wired. I assumed that there was some sort of air vent in the roof and somehow it squeezed its way in the roof and it came down and got stuck. That's they the only said, explanation. Yeah, you know, they they said that um, the vent that he was stuck in only has three entry and exit points, and all three of them are within the house. There is no exterior entrance or exit point of this. That's system. what I was wondering. You said the inside wall one, so I was like, "There's no way that bird got in." That's what, unless there was a roof one. That, like you said, there's but they no said way. That, they said that not, they don't lead to anywhere outside the building. It all leads. You know that door inside of your bathroom? Like yeah. You, you know that it, it leads to like this hideous looking like yeah, 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 thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like makes a bunch of noise. Metal. It looks like you know whatever. That's where all that stuff conjugates to. It all goes to this place in the bathroom, like the heating and cooling system inside the house. So they said, we have no idea how it got in here. They called their supervisor to come in because they said, we've never seen this before. And they're like, this is crazy. They said, out of all the times that they've ever had to do a call, no one has ever apparently had this problem. Leave it to me to have the problem. (laughs) So they didn't even, so they tried to get it out. So they like have to get a pat, they got a drill and they're like opened up the vent. And the bird would fly, it was up top, then it would fly down to the basement and it would come to go to that vent because it was scared of the drill. So then they took that one off and it would fly back up and then it flew up, I live upstairs, it flew upstairs to that vent and it stayed there. And they took the vent off, they tried to use a trash bag to hold it up there and get it to fly into the trash bag. Well, the bird was smart enough not to do that. Then they went and got a clear bag. That wouldn't work either. The bird would literally fly up and sit at the edge of the window and not go in the bag. It was just like playing with them. And I'm watching the whole thing. They ended up being there for almost two hours trying to get this bird. And, I, and at this point, I missed like the whole first quarter of the football game. And I'm like, come on, guys, you know. And finally, they look at me and they go, they call the supervisor. He comes back and they said, hey, man, is it all right if we just let the bird out and hopefully shoo it out the door? And I'm like, well, I mean, I'm tired. I didn't, I didn't say this, but I'm tired of y'all being here. 
like at this point, I really don't care. Just get the bird the hell out of here. And I don't want to hurt the bird. So like they ended up just taking the bag off it. They shoo it out. It flies down the stairs. And then I kind of like go like, you know, move my arms around and then it flies out the door and it's gone. And then they leave. But I'm like, you know, I could have done that. I mean, like in the morning at nine o'clock when I found it, I could have taken the, the vent off, let it fly around in my house and shoo it out. I could have done that. I thought they would, you know, maintenance would have, you know, had some sort of system to catch it easier and then been out of there, you know? But All right, well, missed the first half of the football game. <laughs> Dealing with this bird stuff. When yeah, we're we'll talking about football. Sports yeah. news. Yeah. Sports news. All right. All right, well, the Redskins beat the Steelers. Yeah, boy, how you feel? Man. I, well, well, my my wow. Washington football team beat his Steelers. It's a glorious yeah, now, day. Now we're eleven and one. So what are yeah, we gonna do? Yeah, exactly. That sucks for y'all. <laughs> we yeah. lost one time. What's your record? Yeah, you guys, you guys were supposed to make it all the way. The first team undefeated and blah blah blah. I, I, I never. I didn't think they would actually do that. Like and, and you know Ben Roethlisberger was saying like we're striving after Lombardi's not perfection so i'm like that's, that's true right. i mean the only thing that matters in the end is the trophy and so. yeah but seriously the steelers have played absolutely terrible they they should have lost that game they barely squeaked by the ravens and they honestly deserve to lose this game i mean partly because the receiving the, the the receiving of the ball was terrible they dropped so many passes they had seven drops in the last game alone against the against washington i'm looking at ebron deontay johnson I mean, Ebron, I counted. I think he had four or five himself yeah. just in this last game. Eric Ebron, like, by the third quarter at three drops. Yeah. Uh, I said the Colts can have him back. I don't want him. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's a liability at this point. Over the past two games, uh, the Ravens and Washington, the Steelers have dropped at least 16 passes. That's the statistic. Uh, well, the bottom line is our defense is just too good. Well, I mean, I mean I'm – okay, you know – Washington, I'm, I'm not going to throw too much hate on it because they have been playing well these past couple of weeks. Uh, starting with Dallas, they kind of dismantled Dallas, which was good. Me, the only thing that we're, that we're missing is offense. Like Alex Smith is starting to bring us back together, but the issue, we have no receivers. We have, well, I mean, well, Cam Sims played really good last game, got us out of a crucial third and 16 that if we didn't have that, we wouldn't have won the game. But uh, we can't just rely yeah. on, on, on McLaurin all the time. I know. They, the, yeah, the, the Steelers had him locked down pretty well that game. Yeah. But, but, I mean, the Steelers have no running game these past two, these past two weeks, and they've been totally one-dimensional. Yeah, uh, I mean, you just got to throw the ball the entire game. You can't win. You can't do that. I mean, I mean partly the fact that James Conner was out with COVID the past two weeks. But either way, the opponent did not respect the run at all. Either even time. with him in, they still they, they still been throwing the ball like crazy. That's not Steelers football. Steelers football has always no. been kind of hard nosed no. running, mm-hmm. and they've gotten away with, gotten away from that these past couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, I mean, I hope that this loss gets rid of that. Like you know, I don't care what the players say. They say I'm not worried about the undefeated pressure. You know that they got some pressure, like constant in the media saying, "Are they going to make it all the way?" Um, so they got rid of that undefeated pressure and distraction. Hopefully they come back. This is like kind of a you know wake up call, and they get their stuff together, and they'll bounce back next week. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mike Mike Tomlin was talking, and he said, you know, if we don't, it was they were they had like uh, they were at the goal line for five or six downs against Washington, and they couldn't get the ball in. He said, if you can't get the ball in one yard, 
you don't deserve to win the game. That's what I always say. And uh, he also said that when people ask him in a press conference on how to fix the dropping issues for the receivers, he said, quote, they can catch the ball or get replaced by guys who will. Jeez. So. You know, it's crazy. Mike Tomlin's always been that. He's always been one hell of a coach. You look at his record. He hasn't had a one losing season in his career. Even last, keep in mind last season when they were on their third string quarterback and they had like no one on the entire offense. He still got eight and eight. Crazy. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. But um, and he and he was like he won the he even won a Super Bowl, right? He won Super Bowl forty three. Yeah, yeah. He was the so, youngest well, uh, youngest coach to ever win a Super Bowl. Yeah, he's still young, so that's great. Yeah. But next up, I mean, the first female kicker, Vanderbilt. They had the first one, twenty one. Sarah Fuller. Uh, she she also got the SEC Player of the Week for that one thirty five yard kickoff. Yeah, you know, I mean. This is a. Uh, I know this. This is what two weeks ago, I believe. Um, I don't know. I, I have a little bit of mixed uh, emotions about this. The way this was handled. Um, I mean, I think it's cool that Vanderbilt was like, "Hey, you want it?" Because I feel like a lot of people don't understand. This was not. Um, it's not like the girl was like begging to play or anything like that, or you know, making a big deal about it. Their kicker had COVID, I believe, or was injured or whatever. Vanderbilt, and they're like, "Look, we need somebody to kick like tomorrow." And they had a tryout, and this girl was like, yeah, I'll try out. She played soccer for him, I believe, at Vanderbilt. Yes, she's she 21 years old. She's a student there, and she's like, yeah, I'll try it out. And, I mean, she kicked, all right. They're like, you want to play? Sure. Now, Vanderbilt sucks, okay? So they probably wanted some, you know, PR, some some publicity. Okay, I get it. That's pro- definitely part of their decision-making. Um, so she made history by she kicked the ball off for the second half. It's a 35-yard kick. Now, apparently, that's what they told her to do. It's kind of like a squib kick. Yeah, um, now, keep in mind, this is the first female to ever play an SEC game, and it was a Power Five game. You know, uh, Power Five. Power, yeah, power in air quotes. <laughs> because Vanderbilt lost 41 to zero to Missouri. Uh, Vanderbilt's been one of the worst teams in the country for multiple years. They haven't been able to like. I think they're like zero and whatever this year. Over. Yeah. But yeah. I am very proud. That that she's able that she was able to kick the kick off because to be the first of anything is, is a big deal, especially to play football because yeah. you know it's always been the issue of why can't women play football and, and stuff like that. So I'm glad that she's been able to you know cut that barrier down. Yeah, um, and, and like I said, I wish they could have. Uh, I wish they could have you know maybe had a field goal attempt or score a touchdown and kick an extra point but if the team could have done anything yeah right that opportunity i mean i just wish they let her kick the ball deep like what's the point you guys suck anyway so not let her know, kick the like, ball deep let's what see her leg yeah like, honestly what position what what field position are you trying to save by doing that if you kick it there they're gonna have good field position anyway and, yeah. and you guys aren't getting down the field fast enough kick the ball deep yeah, there's the squib like is only really good to run out some clock or whatever. I mean, the only reason you usually do it like that from my experience playing is to keep it from a returner or to uh, get down the field and try to knock someone out. Like yeah. you're really not trying to. I don't know what their point was by it's that. It's not really. really a strategic thing, especially but, for her first ever kick. Let yeah. her kick the ball deep. This is just one other thing to add to the Vanderbilt's list. This is why they suck. Yeah, I, I didn't. They fire their coach, I believe. Yeah, he, he, he was a lot of issues last year yeah. with like press conferences and everything. But. I, I, yeah, I, but the thing is with this though, I mean, like I said, I got no problem with them, you know, bringing her in and all that stuff, you know, because it was Vanderbilt's decision to do that. So that's it's cool that they did that. However, you have to, but they to get SEC Player of the Week. 
I mean, this is a perfect instance of when a person does something that deserves recognition and is worthy of a very good recognition, which is the case of um, uh, of this her being the first uh, kicker, you know, or a player to play in this game. But it does not. It is not that type. Not that award. It should have. It she should have gotten another award. There should have been an award either created or there should be something else in place to receive the recognition that she deserves. I don't know. What do you think? I think it's an awesome achievement. I'm really not. I know, we'll probably get hate for it, but like I, I pro, like I swear to God, like I do not like want to take anything away from it. I think that's a huge feat that she's just like accomplished, you know, and 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 overcame. It really is overcoming because the this you know the stigma and all of that with with women playing football. So I'm really glad. But like at the same time, I feel like you know, there are people in the league that really could have used that. I'm sure the people have played really good games, but I don't know. Like I said, trying to garner that recognition, and I don't know. I, I love that she that she did that. So. Yeah, and and I want to say too is like I've seen a lot of people like they're throwing hate on social media at her, yeah. and I don't like that at all. I don't either. Like she doesn't deserve that at all. I mean, she she did something that was good, mm-hmm. and and you know, and I support her and what she was doing. And it like I said, it wasn't like she was doing anything like uh, like you know shaming you know saying why can't a girl play? They asked her to play, yeah. and they wouldn't have let her play if they didn't think that she could kick the ball. Yeah. You know what I mean? If, like, if you're so. one of those people who's gonna who's gonna go down to your grave swearing women shouldn't play football or, or downplay her act out there, you're you're completely wrong, and and you need to shut up because it's not right. But anyway, like I said, I feel like whether she kicked a 35 yard field goal, whether she was a running back and ran for 100 yards, like I mean, what she did will go down in history, and it should. I mean, for anybody to downplay it, for anybody to uh, say that what she did wasn't that cool, whether or if you say that women shouldn't be playing football, you're wrong. And I and I and, I, and you and you just need to shut up because what she did, whether she, like I said, whether she kicked a thirty-five yard kickoff or whether she kicked a hundred yards uh, or seventy yards, it goes down in history. Yeah, I mean, it's just I, I like I said, I, I think that there needs to be something in place where you know recognition can be given, but you need an award specifically for what fits the criteria of the award. I I, I mean that 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 fits in a lot of different circumstances. That I say a lot, but. Yeah. But the uh, last thing I wanted to say here is the Michigan-Ohio State game was canceled due to COVID. Okay. I don't know if you saw that, but that's a big rivalry. But apparently yeah, they, Ohio really State is. was going to kill Michigan. So I mean, they were. Michigan sucks balls. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Like, what, did they have, like, one win this year or something like that? Like, it's bad. Internet, yeah, yeah. internet was saying, like, Jim Harbaugh can't lose to Ohio State if they don't play. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh, he had one, like, there was a time when we were, like, in high school, like 2016, maybe a year before that, where they were, like, really good they were really good michigan like they were close to the natty they were getting all that type of stuff you know uh-huh. the game against ohio state was really good yeah. but that was the year when everyone was coming to michigan because of uh, because of harbaugh everyone's like oh my god harbaugh you're gonna go to michigan but then once they realized that they can't he doesn't win <laughs> they just it just faded off and that's why they're uh-huh. not good anymore yeah it was all the clout all right what time is it now it's music time music news yeah, yeah. So to dive deeper into like what we were talking about earlier, the Spotify wrapped and, and the Apple music replay, um, I just want to know like what was your top five artists you listened to? I mean, this is music news. Yeah. So like I said, I love this kind of stuff. I, I like these statistics. I, I think about it all year long leading up to this time of the year. I'm like, is that going to be on my, my top 100 or whatever? Because 
Um, so like I said, Spotify and now Apple Music, they do this thing where it, depending on what you play and how many times you play it, it keeps track of your, like, your top artists, your top songs, how many times you play it, how long you listen to it. Every kind of like analytics you could think of, they give you um, in December of, uh, for that year. So for 2020, my number one song was Circles by Post Malone. I, I was like, a song. I played it a lot. Jeez. It actually says I played it 151 times this year. Well, you're going by songs. I'm uh, I'm an artist. Oh, artists? Oh, okay. yeah. Hold top on. five artists that you listen to. Oh, artists? Okay. Top, my number one artist was Kenny Chesney. Okay. Uh, like my that. number two artist was Post Malone. Mm-hmm. Three, Eric Church. Four, Lil Wayne. And five was Drake. All right. Give me two honorable mentions. For uh, art, for songs or artists? Yeah, artists. Artists? artists? Um... Put me on the spot here. Um, for artists, did it not say you had six and seven, or it just told you five? It just gives you the top five. Oh, that sucks. Ooh, yeah. Spotify. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I, I mean, looking at my top songs here, uh, I mean, my like my number two was Blinding Lights by The Weeknd. All right, it's probably um, The Weeknd. Yeah, maybe, but I mean, I only listened to a couple of songs by them, so I don't know. You kind of got me on the spot there, but um. But anyway, uh, what was yours? All right, my top five. Uh, you guys probably know this one because I mentioned it a lot when we first started the pod. Tyler Childers. I listened to 65 hours of him alone. Crazy. <laughs> crazy. Uh, Paramore Next. Uh, Juice World, Hardy. Montana 300. Paramore does not shock me at all. I honestly thought that was going to be first because there was a period of time where I stopped listening to Tyler Childers. So... Uh, that's crazy. Then Juice World is re- that's obviously Hardy. That surprised me a little bit. Montana 300 does not surprise me. And then my six and seven uh, honorable mentions. The Kid Leroy made the list. Crazy. Literally just started listening to him a month ago. That's how much I listened to. I've listened for 25 hours this year. Wow, that's impressive. 25 that, that and it came out. Yeah, like a month ago or something like that. Morgan Whalen was num- was was number uh, seven. So. Um, you know, I just scrolled through it while you were talking and like almost every one of my top 100 songs like were from different artists, which I feel like is kind of cool. But uh, yeah, I mean, an honorable mention, I guess, could be um, maybe like uh, Luke Combs or uh, something like that. Or maybe, yeah, probably that would probably be one. There's a couple on there from them. But uh, when I, I mentioned that Kenny Chesney was my top artist, um, I listened to 3,790 minutes of Kenny Chesney this year. But to break this down, um, I listened to 92,536 minutes of music on Spotify this year. If you crunch those numbers, that's a total of 64.3 days of continuous music. That's ridiculous. How many artists, do you know how many different artists you listen to? Uh, yes. Well, no. It tells you, I, I listened to 429 artists that I hadn't listened to before. Mm-hmm. But it, I don't know how many total I listened to. Okay. Well, I listened to 881 different artists this year. And I only tell, compared to yours, this is chump change. I literally, <laughs> t- oh, that was, that was 92,000 minutes. What is 92,000 minutes c- converted to hours real quick? Um, uh, I can tell you. I, I think I actually looked this up and I screenshotted it. The it, hours to minutes, if you break that down, it is go up 1,542 minutes. Okay, not bad. Not bad. Or I hours, listened to hours, hours. Yeah, yeah. So I listened to 881 different artists. 
with about 1208 hours total of music so not that much different you listen to a little bit more than me um but yeah, yeah i listened crazy. to about 14 days more music than you did <laughs> i looked that up before this 1200 but, but still hours. solid based on like everyone was posting i like looking at other people's uh spotify rap yeah, me too I, I don't like when people say oh no one cares about your spotify i care I, I like it like if, if you had a song on your top thing that i never heard of i'll look it up because yeah. i'm like if you thought it was good enough to listen to like that many times like listen it's to gotta be decent you know right, what i mean like, if i don't know seeing it. the taste of people's music music taste is is so like diving into their soul like it's deep <laughs> like, you know like you're, you're seeing the person i don't know like the music seemed, describes them it seemed to me like the average was around forty thousand minutes um at oh, 35 yeah. to 40. that's what i kept seeing so uh me and you were definitely above average uh, yeah, from the average yeah and plus that doesn't take into account podcasts i'm gonna say like, to? i listen to a lot of podcasts if you I mean, combine that yeah that's I listen insane to, like in a day like i listen to an hour podcast like it's nothing so like mm-hmm. you put you put that in with, with my music whoa yeah i wish that that's the next thing we need yeah um unfortunately like because i listen most of my podca- podcasts i listen to on apple podcasts not really anywhere else um so like that doesn't keep any stats on that um uh, spotify does keep track of the podcasts that you listen to through spotify but i don't really listen to any on there so um ironically but you know you can listen to this one on there (laughs) that's right yeah but uh but yeah literally uh just to wrap it up here like my top my top five songs circles blinding lights the box by roddy rich stay a little longer by brothers osborne was my fourth and then the fifth one was the song by slipknot just because it was in the gym i was in the gym and that was like one of my songs in their duality so that was i literally didn't play that except when i was in the gym but i guess i played it a lot in there so it's number five all right well i'll give you my top five songs too yeah uh this is all basically tyler childers which is upsetting because i mean we all know i was not tyler childers and i don't know it would be a little variation but whatever white house road number one <laughs> drops of jupiter actually Classic. by train number Classic. two crap ton on the plane and, and on the way trips you know number three house fire number four all yorn number five let her cry my favorite song of all time last cry. year it was my number one on the list hootie yeah hootie and the blowfish yeah um guess what time all right week? so what time of the week is it three songs of the week So just like, you know, I kept my stuff on a theme here just so you could hear it. Um, my first song is Here and Now by Kenny Chesney. No place to be is here and now. Nowhere else in this world and now. You and me ain't good to be. This was uh, the most played song of my most played artist for this year. So that's why I threw that one on there as number one. What do you got? Running the Kid Leroy. Yo, yo, I just keep on running back to you, 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 you. And I can never be the man you want, but I know I would feel to be alone. That's why you calling my phone. Telling me, baby, you need to come over. That that album just came out not long ago because I hadn't even heard yeah, of them. Yeah, I told like, like literally a month October. ago. Yeah. And I've just been nonstop, 25 hours of it, dude. That's one thing I found interesting because, like, I had uh, two Luke Combs songs off his new album. Like, the two singles came out in like October. Those were like in the top fifty of mine, and I'm like, that's pretty impressive that it made it that high that quickly. Um, 
and then so then my my next one here is learn to fly by the Foo Fighters. Um, that was in my top one. That was in like the top 20. It actually came out in 99 though. So it's old, but I've, it, I've heard it in like a couple Fighters. commercials. So uh, maybe it's making a comeback or something. I don't know. What's your, what's your next one? Well, my second one, um, not really a song, but it's on Apple music. Nothing will change. Fearless motivation Nothing will change unless you change. Nothing will get better unless you get better. It's not about circumstance. It's not about luck. We all get the good and the bad. We all get the challenging events. Uh, it's motivational talk, basically. The guys are screaming in your ear, getting getting ready to go. You know, nothing. I love, I love motivation stuff. Yeah. Uh, my last one. I had to put this on here. Um, Circles by Post Malone. Like I said, I played that 151 times uh, in 2020. So I had to had to put that on there uh, because Post Malone, I've talked about him on here, big fan of his. And um, I think this is a great song in my opinion. I really like it. So that's mine. Yeah, what I you got? Um, my last one, throwing it back. Ambition is a rider. Too hot. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's, it's always a good it's a classic. It's a good classic. old Tupac. Yep. But all right, I think that's gonna do. Anything else you want to say? Um, no. But uh, I mean, we're coming up on Christmas here, so getting in the spirit, getting my Christmas tree tomorrow. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we're all right, guys. We're in it now. Hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your week, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Peace.